Hey friend, welcome to the Alive Living Podcast. My name is Sarah Raquel Gauthier, and I'm excited for our journey together. We are all spiritual beings on a spiritual journey, but sometimes we may feel like we're stuck and not fully living. The good news is, is that Jesus came so that you could have life and life abundantly. So let's stop sleepwalking and start living alive one conversation at a time. Hi guys! Hello! Welcome to the Behind the Scenes episode 2. This is not the Behind the Scenes episode 2. This is just episode 2. Never mind. Welcome to <laughs> episode 2 of the Alive Living we, Podcast. We're talking about the different archetypes that there are. Um, archetype. This Google archetype if you don't know what that is. It's archetype. It's, like a, it's, a, it's a pattern or an example. And five different archetypes that we see woven into... Um, all of humanity. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're drinking a special drink. Um, I have basically opened a coffee shop in my house because COVID and we can't go to coffee shops and coffee shops are my favorite places. So I've been trying out new drinks all year or uh, well uh, since last year. Um, and this is an espresso tonic. So, good. so it's got tonic um, water in it, tonic soda, tonic, tonic, tonic in it and um it's got a double shot of espresso and it has lime in it and it's delicious and if you know me i love lime that's it any food i always need to add more there isn't enough it doesn't need so the fact that this has lime and coffee and like a tonic sparkling water type moment oh nice and bitter yeah it's so good it's so good all right so let's talk about five archetypes so um, if you're into personality tests, which I really enjoy, um, Myers-Briggs, I'm an INFJ, Enneagram, high-functioning two, like very high-functioning. Oh, the thing about me and, and personality <laughs> tests, um, uh, so great. The thing about me and personality tests is that like I, whatever my top thing is, so in my Myers-Briggs, INFJ, um, is my letter lineup, but my top thing, whatever that top thing is. Um, or whatever the most prominent thing is, is like off the scales. Like every personality test that I take, whatever I'm the, the most extreme in, I am the most extreme. So my I, my introvert in the Myers-Briggs is like, it's almost off of the scale. It's falling off of the scale, <laughs> like heavily an introvert. Um, and similarly with my Enneagram score, like the two is just a very high functioning two. Everything else is pretty balanced out. We're so different. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll say more about we're so different. Why are we different? This is why we're friends. <laughs> um because and there are other reasons, but, yeah. But difference is good. Yeah, it Go is ahead. really good. Well, the reason we're different is because anytime I take a personality test, it's always like it either tells me like I failed, like I <laughs> like I took it wrong. Can or I, I was like, yeah, it's like I it can't compute. Or the results end up being so balanced, I guess maybe that word is, where like Yeah, yeah. It's just everything is so in the middle, balanced, or like I end up being multiple numbers, multiple types. Yeah. So then it's kind of like, it's not that it's not helpful, but it's like, well, I guess I'm just balanced, or I guess I'm just living in the tension between all the different ways that yeah. we can express who we are. Um, so I love that we're yeah. different. Yeah, we're sense. very different. I'm extreme on most things, and you're not, which is great. Um, and then, I mean, I'm balanced usually on everything that comes after whatever the highest proficiency thing is. The highest proficiency thing is off the 
off the radar. Um, anyway, so this is kind of like a personality test. Um, these five archetypes that we see woven through all of um, humanity. And I think like when you look at companies and teams and, and um, different types of people, and we're going to use some examples for you. We'll talk a little bit ourselves, but then we're going to use an example of a show that I've just been loving that I binged watched all the way through <laughs> that I really want you to watch the show. So that's why we're going to use it as a free promo, as a archetype. Or, well, actually, it's, that it's an archetype as well. But so five archetypes that we see um, in all of humanity. One are the people who are kind of like the dream awakeners, we'll call them. Dream awakeners are people who are heavily entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. um, in the Bible, they're called apostles. Um, and so people who are there like awakening and envisioning and reimagining, and they're always like on the cutting edge mm -hmm. of what's happening. So the dream awakeners. Um, and then a second archetype, are the truth tellers or the truth revealers, revealers, right? And those people are the people who like unveil perhaps what's already there um, or perhaps what like nobody else can see. What's underneath the surface. Yes, that's good. Stuff that's underneath the surface. And then it's like, whoop, there it is. Um, and so in the Bible, the, that would be called the prophets, um, mm -hmm. as we see in the, in the archetypes. So those truth revealers. And then the third archetype we see are storytellers. Mm -hmm. So you know, you all have that friend who like is, if they're in love with whatever product, they're telling everybody about mm -hmm. this product, you got to get this thing, you got to get on board with this, whatever, this podcast, this book, this TV show, this type of type of ice cream like whatever it is like you got to get on board with that so the storytellers people who are not afraid mm -hmm. to be like you got hear the story about this incredible product or this incredible experience that i had um and so the bible calls that uh, evangelist so that evangel mm -hmm. the evangelist type of person and then um the fourth archetype is soul healers so people who like you, you know those people yeah. when you're around them you just feel so cared for and you're like oh this person really they they hear me they see me they love me like yeah. those type of people um and then um oh and so the bible would call those people shepherds mm -hmm. which makes a lot of sense right like shepherds caring for the sheep and like yeah. in that uh agricultural society um going after all those like sheeps mm -hmm. that get away and out of the pen and stuff and so like people who like wow, you're just around them and your soul just feels all the warm and fuzzies inside. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a friend who, he says, I just said that, I have to <laughs> talk about him because, and I, I think he would identify as a soul here. Like, and people who are around him, they just feel that. But sometimes he says like, this makes me feel all the warm and fuzzies inside. And I, I'm slayed when he says that, like it gives me every time, love him. Um, and then the fifth archetype woven through um, all of humanity are the light givers. Mm -hmm. And so light givers are people who like, they literally shed light on whatever it is. Like they give you more insight, they mm -hmm. give you more knowledge, they help you to understand and unpack things. Yeah. Um, these are people, uh, the Bible will call these people teachers. And the people who like, you, you listen to them, you're like, wow, I learned something new when I sat down and I talked to you. Like, this is so great and so cool. Mm -hmm. And so those are the five different archetypes that um, we want to talk a little bit about in this conversation today. And so we've got the dream awakeners, the truth revealers, truth tellers. Truth revealers. Truth revealers. I always get that one mixed up. Um, storytellers, and then soul healers and light givers. So those five archetypes, that's what we want to talk about today. Several weeks ago... Your mom. My mommy. <laughs> I was shook. I was shook right here to my core. All right, so first of all, anything that Rebecca's mom says, okay, Danchi, if you're listening, and I know you, like 
anything. Like, I take it right here. So, like, she tells me to watch something, to listen to something, to do something, because I'm not doing it. Like, I take it right here, right here. Um, so, <laughs> several weeks ago, I don't know why. I don't know what we were talking about. But she told me that she was watching um, Queer Eye. And I was, like, fascinated by Wait, that. Wait, can I tell the story of how? How she was watching it? Yeah, why she oh, started sure. watching it. Yeah, but I don't know that Because she was watching Jonathan, one of the people, um, an interview. Mm. And she was like, who is this guy? Because Jonathan is very self-expressive. Like, you know, yeah, in his yeah. clothing and his fashion. Yeah. She's like, who is he? And I was like, oh, he's actually a part of a show. Mm. And what I think what is so beautiful about this story is that sometimes it's easy to judge. But my mom is so dope that instead of judging, she decided to watch the show and actually get to know Jonathan. Mm. And then she ended up falling in love with him. And he's it's like, your favorite of the your five. favorite character. Yeah, of the five characters. Yeah. So I, so she told me she's watching Queer Eye, and I'm like, oh, cool. Like, maybe I should watch Queer Eye, too, because if Dunchy's <laughs> doing it, then clearly I should do it. Um, and so I started, I, I watched, I binged through, I mean, like, I binged through, there's was like five seasons or something. She even watched a Tokyo one. Including a Tokyo one, <laughs> an additional one, and I watched that as well. But as I'm watching um, Queer Eye, I'm like, oh my gosh, like the reason why the Fab Five are so fabulous at mm. helping people is because they really have all of these five archetypes. Yeah. And so I thought, because I'm obsessed with Queer Eye, and you should watch it, like if you haven't, you should watch it. Um, get your emotions ready, because like it's not just makeovers. It's, it's, no. it's like human, soul, like it's real. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but I, I, we were in the car, and I, was, and I was telling you, I was like, if you could um, name like which of the Fab Five connects to um these five archetypes of humanity like what would you say and so and we had a really good and, and like what she said was what i was thinking but i just wanted to like test it out on someone to make sure that i like, <laughs> lost my mind um so i thought we could i thought we could have that conversation um and use the fab five as just kind of archetypes or an example of how these five different archetypes like get played out in humanity and so let's talk about the dream awakener first Let's talk about the dream. I'm awakening. so excited about this. I know. Like we were like, what should we talk about? We're like, queer eye, yeah. clearly. These they're great. These guys yeah. are great. So I think Bobby. Okay, Bobby, tell tell the interior designer. Should we do people we should explain what queer eye is. Basically queer eye oh, is I a thought show. I did that, but go ahead. Okay. I didn't well, do it well. Go ahead. No, it's well show. it's a show where somebody um appoint someone or like nominate nominate someone yeah. to get a makeover yeah so then the like the fab five come in mm -hmm. and not only make it's not i guess it's more of a holistic makeover yes and so we're gonna, what i like about yeah so bobby is the interior designer and so he comes into the home he analyzes like what's good what's the situation yes and then yes. through a conversation with people um he ends up i think awakening their dreams yeah um so i think that he's a dream awakener in the sense that he has a conversation with them and then he's able to bring their vision that they might not even know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah about their apartment about their house to life yeah, yeah. and every time people walk in and they're like this is what i needed yeah, yeah. um and there's particularly one episode where somebody is in a wheelchair and they have a disability and their home is just completely mm -hmm, inaccessible mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so then bobby like just awakens this opportunity for someone to like look at themselves in the mirror while they're brushing their teeth right like right. little things like that yeah so, 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's so cool about Bobby is like he literally have one conversation one. with you. Sometimes he'll take the person out to like West Elm or whatever, and they'll he'll try to get a sense of their vibe and like what they would like. And he has them look around and like tell me what furniture you like, tell me what colors you like, blah blah. That doesn't happen every single episode. So he has like one conversation with the person and he knows what kind of space to create for them so that they can like live their best life, which I think is mm. I, I totally agree with that. A total dream awakener. So when we think about you know, for ourselves, like, do, am I that type of person that I could have a singular conversation mm. with someone and be able to awaken something inside of them that they may not even realize is there, but when they see it or when they name or when somebody names it for them, they're like, yes, like this is the thing, right? Okay, so that's Bobby. He's great. Uh, they're all great. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know which one is my favorite when we get there. Um, so let's talk about the the truth revealer. Mm. who of the fab five well now you only have four options now i got four yeah. you got four who would you say is the truth revealer or the truth teller as i keep accidentally which i think they're both who do you tan. think tan to my guy okay tan is my favorite character <laughs> he's he, he's just my favorite yeah so Tan, Tan is the person who's in charge of fashion. Mm -hmm. um, and so usually he'll take Tan. people to a local shop or maybe yeah. Target, wherever. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like the Fab Five, this is we're not talking about. But like they are so accessible. They're like, if you have the means to be able to shop at whatever high end mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah store, cool, you shop there. If like what's in your budget is Target, like me, like go off, like shop at Target. Yeah. That's great. Um, if you really care about sustainable clothing, this is talking about tan, like, and, and you want to make sure that your clothing is like sustainably sourced, blah, 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 blah. Um, shout out to Sarah Sun, who's taught me about sustainable clothing. That's your friend, but she's my friend too now. Um, <laughs> but, but like, they'll take you to a store where you can get sustainable mm. clothing, like tan. Okay, tell me more about tan. Truth, So, truth I think he's a truth, truth revealer, revealer, truth teller. <laughs> he's just speaking the truth. Yeah, because I think that the way that he frames, like, talking about your clothing is like, mm. what does your, what does your clothing say about you? Yes. And it's like, yeah. He wants your clothing to be an expression of who you are. Yeah. And so I think oftentimes people are living lives where, like, their clothing just isn't expressing their oh. personality. It's not expressing their values. Right. It's not, it's not um, expressing their profession. Mm. And so Tan has a conversation with them about, like, okay, we want clothing that, like, you know, expresses who you are and what you're doing and what you value. And so I think in that sense, yeah. he helps your clothing... Um, reveal the truth about who you are. Mm, that's good. They don't have anything to say. It's great. <laughs> truth teller. Are you a truth teller? Are, are you a truth, truth revealer? Wow. Like he reveals truth he through, reveals your clothing. through your clothes. Wow. So good. What do those shoes say? What do those shoes say about you? One of the questions that I ask Rebecca all, all the time is like, what is the statement you're trying to make with whatever you're wearing? I'm like, um, there's a clear statement that I'm trying to make right now. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Black Period. Lives Matter. Also, my friend made this design. Period. Let's go. Um, so what's the, like, political statement or what's the, you know, what's this aesthetic statement? Like, what's the statement? And I think, like, that reveals the truth of, you know, like, what's going on in the inside. Black Lives Matter. So then what's next is the storyteller. Yes. So who would you say of the Fab Five is the storyteller? Jonathan. Jonathan. Tanchi's favorite. <laughs> All right, here we go. Tell I me why. I think what people love about Jonathan mm. is how excited he is. About everything. About about everything. Could like, be... yeah. Like, he could, I, I don't know, he could have tried, like, a new clothing item. 
And like all of a sudden now everybody's excited about it. Yeah. Everybody loves it. Yeah. And he knows how to talk about this clothing item. Yeah. Like yeah. he's like, this is the best shirt. And he could tell you the story of this shirt and convince you like why you must get this shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just think he knows how to talk to people. He knows how to have conversations with people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just think he's such a good communicator. Yeah. And so he does like the styling, the oh, hair yeah. styling and all that stuff. Um, yeah. He comes, I love at the beginning of every uh, episode, he, he asks to bring someone into the bathroom and he's like, so what are we doing here? What's your like mm-hmm. routine like in the morning? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and some of them were like, I just come in here, I brush my teeth and I walk out. And he gets them sold on like doing certain things for mm-hmm. themselves. He's like, could you take five more minutes and do this like hair routine with yourself or like just like whatever it is. And I think like, I mean, he's got me spending a little bit more time. I mean, like, I haven't even had it, but like, he just sells it so well. Like, what's important, and so yeah. like, he tells the story so well. I think of what's what's important, and you're sold. Like, you you're not even on the show, me. Like, you're not even on the show, and you're like, oh, but like, I need to, I need to take a little bit of extra care to yeah. be paying attention to those things. And it's interesting because he, yes, he's the hairstylist, mm-hmm. and also like just face care and stuff mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. But he always, he always does a good job of like getting their story out. Yeah. Because he's so good at talking to people yeah. that like people just share their like souls with him. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've been to the like the barbershop, the salon, the nail, you know, whatever, like that's part of the yeah. shtick too. It's like you sit in the chair and it's like your magical, your magical mm-hmm. chair that exports yeah. you to like sharing your deepest darkest secrets with a stranger who's like massaging your head. You know, with anyway. Um, so storyteller. Okay, Jonathan. All right. So what do we got left? We've got oh the soul healer. Oh, go ahead. Who do you think? Karamo. Oh, Karamo. So I first learned of Karamo from Dancing with the Stars, which is a show that my mom really likes and that I like. Mm. I did not like, but I love. I love it now, as I love watching it with her. Um, but talk talk to me. So I met Karamo via Dancing with the Stars. Uh, maybe two seasons ago or last season or something. So I was like, I really love his energy. Mm-hmm. Like he just brings this like gentle, he's like a gentle giant. His partner was really small on the show, um, Dancing with the Stars. And so like, I just, I really love Karamo. But tell us why for you, Karamo is the soul healer that makes you feel warm and fuzzies inside. <laughs> so Karamo is a life coach. I think that would be his title mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or counselor. And I think they still call it culture, but like. Culture, but he's just He's like, so much more than he's culture. He's so much more. Um, he's the person who like uh, will talk to the nominee and he will just sit down and like just ask them such profound questions yeah. that people have maybe never wrestled with before. Yeah. And he really gets at like what's lying underneath mm-hmm, the surface, mm-hmm. like what is going on inside of you and yeah. how can we heal? Like that's really his role. Yeah, yeah, he's such role. a healer. Like yeah. um, one of the episodes that I watched, like uh, it was the ones in Tokyo or in Japan. Um, where somebody had just been holding so much in their whole lives. Yeah. Like, they just had never allowed themselves to to be authentic. Yeah, yeah. They never allowed themselves to be in relationships with people. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like, Karamo is just, like, opening this person up for the first time in their lives. Yeah. And the person just, like, bursts. Yeah. Like, it's, like, everything <laughs> that had been inside of them just, like, bursts yeah. out of them. Yeah. And Karamo just, like, doesn't even say anything, just, like, hugs them. Yes. Just, like, yes. embraces them. And I, I'm pretty sure I was crying. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but it was just yeah. so beautiful to me that he took them through like the journey of like beginning to talk yep. about the traumas that were mm -hmm. inside of them and then taking steps to heal and then just embracing them just holding them yeah. so yeah. he's such a soul healer yeah so think about those people like in your life maybe you're this person for other people but like every time you hug them like you're on the verge of tears like that's like a hobby that, yeah well yeah he's the warm fuzzies um and like you're just you're just like overwhelmed because it's just a, like safe space and like i think karamo is such a safe space in that way and then such a healing space for literal strangers okay yeah. that's the other thing like they meet these people they're with them for four days or something three days and they do more work in like yeah, on the inside of these people um in those days than like for some of them for years or their whole mm. life. Awesome. So we have one more. So the fifth one, the 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 light giver. Yes. So who's the last of the Fab Five? Anthony. Anthony. Beautiful Anthony. Anthony. Chefing up. Yeah, so he's a chef. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of these people are just not living uh, healthy lives, right? Like they're just yeah. not taking care of themselves in regards yeah. to food. And so Anthony comes in and with such grace and yeah. such like... Um, yeah, with such grace and care, he comes in and teaches them how to cook basic meals, which I think yeah. is super helpful. Yeah. Um, and in every episode, even like as a viewer, you're learning how to cook. Like you're learning how to chef it up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like he'll just take them through the steps. There was this episode where um, it was uh, someone who was Chicana. And she didn't know how to cook. She went over her suegra's house like every single day. And he was like, you know what? We're all as a family, like yeah. all the women and Anthony, we're going to learn how to cook. Um, and it was just such a beautiful episode because it was like not only was Anthony mm -hmm. teaching them um, how to cook, but he also invited the abuela and yeah. like the um, the suegra to like just have this like communal uh, teaching experience. Yeah. Um, and for the first time, the, the Chicana woman was able to cook like right. a Mexican meal. Yeah. And like yeah, yeah. it was just such a it was such a beautiful thing to witness how he um, yeah, he like took them through every single step and also honored the ways that um, the suegra and the abuela yeah cooked as well yeah and i think that's like when somebody is shedding light on something that's so personal to mm -hmm. you and you think about cuisines and like the food that your mom dad whoever like that's been you know passed down from generations and, and this particular episode like she didn't know how to do that and so mm -hmm. it was such a it was such a moment i think of empowerment for not only her but also for the abuela and like just to be there together cooking and cooking it like their style, like yeah. the way that their family does it. And so that those light revealers and people who are shedding light, oftentimes it's like shedding light on, on what's there already. Mm. And like, how can I help you to see it? How can I walk with you to see it? Um, I think people who are really good at this are people who can really understand the context that you're in and make something accessible to yeah. you in your context in a way that like, oh, I get it, yeah. wow. Like, you know, and then it's like this light bulb, like, you know, like, so the light bulb goes off in your head and you're like, I get it. And so um, these five different archetypes that are woven into all of humanity, uh, we, you know, want to talk about queer eye because we thought it was fun. But think for yourself, like, as you hear these examples of queer eye, maybe you're going to go watch queer eye now or maybe you've already seen queer eye, but really thinking about, okay, like, how am I a dream awakener? Mm. Maybe I'm someone that, like, I'm, I'm able to just ignite that vision that people have inside of them and like make it come to life and make it a reality like Bobby does. Or maybe you're somebody who is a truth teller, truth revealer, and you're like tan and you get to pull out of people like what's already there, naming the thing that's already there, right? Um, 
maybe you're someone <clears throat> that's that's a little bit more like that that storyteller like Jonathan and like you're the f- person in your friend group that like you can get everybody to subscribe to like buy but mm-hmm. like you're that person and like go off we all need those persons <laughs> like I, like those persons those people um and that's great um and then maybe you're the soul healer like Karamo and you're somebody that like people get around you and they feel the warm fuzzies they feel safe mm-hmm. they share etc um, or maybe you're like Anthony and you're teaching people how to do something that's really meaningful so that the light bulbs go off inside of them and that they feel um, fuller and richer as a result of it. And so um, these five archetypes, we see that we see them everywhere. Like you will begin to see in different people in different places. You're like, oh my gosh, this is here. Um, and like I said, in, the, in from, from the Bible, like the Bible also uses these archetypes. These archetypes, the names are a little bit different, apostle, prophet, etc. But the the role or the function mm. is the same. And that's because these five archetypes, they're woven into all of humanity. Like God, when God created us, did this awesome thing and left fingerprints all over us for us mm. to be able to see the way that dreams could be awakened, the way that truth could be revealed, the way that that stories could tr- be so transformational, that we are wired for stories, the way that our souls could be healed just by sitting and mm. across from someone or next to someone. Um, and the way that light could be, the light bulbs could go off in, in people's mm. heads. And that, that gives us such a beautiful picture of God. The, all those beautiful pictures of God that we get to see in the people around us is so beautiful and it's so empowering. You have it in you, I have it in me, you have it in you. Um, I think for our behind the scenes conversation, we'll talk a little bit more about how yeah. we have it in us. But we just wanted to give you some context to think about it, to reflect and think about which of these five archetypes might you be? Are you a dream awakener? Are you a truth revealer? Are you a storyteller? Are you a soul healer? Or are you a light giver? Thank you so much for watching the second episode of the Alive Living Podcast. And thank you, Sarah, for these tonics. What are they called? Espresso tonics. Espresso tonics. Super grateful for them. And yeah, we're building you up to live alive one conversation at a time. Adios. Love you. Bye. Hey, friend. Thanks for being a part of the conversation today. Before you go, I want to invite you to do two easy things. Number one, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That way, you won't miss a moment of the journey. Second thing, share this podcast with a friend. Let's continue to build one another up to live alive, one conversation at a time.